0: The Light of the World, by Neville Goddard, in all of the revelations which await you, there is none so fundamental as the revelation of Jesus Christ. He cannot be known outwardly, but must unveil himself from within. This experience will be yours when your mortal eyes are opened inward into eternity the world of thought. He who awakens in you is the Lord Jesus Christ, but he is unseen by the mortal eye. As an individual, the world knows you by your records. They know your date of birth, your parents, your brothers and sisters, your friends know your weaknesses and limitations. But no one can know the being who awakens within you until the revelation is theirs. Tonight I will try to show you the Lord Jesus Christ, for he is your true identity. His most fantastic claim, I am the light of the world, was not claimed by one little individual, but by the universal being who is the life of every child born of woman. The mortal mind, unable to understand this statement, questioned him asking him to tell them who he really was, and he answered, even what I have told you from the beginning, the beginning of what, the year one A.D. No, before that the world was, you and I were told that we would descend to and experience death. Then we would return enhanced by reason of our experiences. Knowing me and my mortal beginning of only a few years, you may question my words, but I am not speaking about a physical being. The Lord Jesus Christ has unveiled himself in me. Yet I remain here in this body of flesh until the silver cord is snapped. Only then can I return to the world that was mine before that the world was and received all the glory I was promised. When I agreed, to enter and experience death. Who is this being I know myself to be? The Lord Jesus Christ, of which we are all one. Now we are told you are born anew through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Here we see that our birth is conditioned upon the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You may think this happened 2000 years ago, but John tells us in his revelation that Jesus Christ is a faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead. Do not think of this in terms of time, but rather in order of events, for we are dealing with a mystery. There's only one faithful witness who declares himself to be the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the witness is Jesus Christ. He who came out from the Father and came into the world to bury himself and every child born of woman. He is in you right now, identifying himself as you. And when he awakes in you, his first act is to resurrect from the dead. This is followed by your birth from above. When the story of Christ awakens within you, you are no better than one who will awaken tomorrow, for you do not precede him. As his story does not take place in time, I am speaking of the order of events. Listen to the words carefully. Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead. There are two events which take place here simultaneously. We are born anew through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Christ must first awaken in you. Then resurrect himself from the dream in which he died before he, as you, can be born from above. Christ is in you. He is not some being who lived 2,000 years ago, was crucified on a wooden cross, and rose from the dead for your salvation. The Christ is buried in you individually. This is the age of the awakening, and everyone is going to awaken. No matter what a man or a woman has done here, he is forgiven. Because God played the part and all things are moving toward the fulfillment of our predetermined end. We are told in the 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians, the 51st verse. We shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkle of an eye. For the trumpet will sound and we shall rise from the dead. At the end of your long, long journey, you will be changed individually. This I know to be true from experience. You are so uniquely you, or you are so unique, that you alone hear the trumpet, which causes you to awaken and brings you back into the infinite being that you really are to play your distinct part for no one can take your place. We shall all, not just a few, but all be changed in a moment in the twinkle of an eye. For the trumpet will sound and we will awaken and rise from the dead. What is the trumpet? The word trumpet means a vibration. And may I tell you, it is the most unusual vibration you have ever felt. I have heard numberless vibrations as you have. A concert, there's a series of vibrations, synchronized in harmony, the piano, the violin, the cello, all the vibrations. But the trumpet Paul refers to is a peculiar vibration, which is centered in the head and cannot be stopped. When the vibration occurred in me, it continued until I woke to find myself in my skull. How long I had been there, I do not know. I will go along with the bu- I will go along with Blake, but I do not know from experience. I only know that a peculiar vibration awoke me. This was followed by my birth from above. And it only took a moment for the trumpet to sound and Christ and me to awaken. Yes, Christ is the firstborn. For his birth begins a series of events which continue for 42 months. And when the revelation has completed itself in you, you will still be tied to your physical body by its silver cord. So you will tell your experiences to encourage others. Nothing in this world is really important and will prove itself to be pure nonsense. Men are given Nobel Prizes, money, and honors relative to their findings here, which are non-existent. No one will ever find life in a test tube for life exists only within individual man. The day is coming when you will feel an activity within you arrested and see the world stand still. Then you will know that you are life itself. And the life you now know yourself to be will never be found in any test tube. Jesus cannot be known or proved to exist externally only in the incurrent eyewitnesses can know him only those whose immortal eyes are opened inward into the world of thought will see the truth of which i speak for i have awakened from the dream of life and know myself to be the light of the world this is a fantastic claim one i know you are going to experience the day will come when you will know you are not only the light of the world but that you are the center of infinite pulsing, living light, of which there is no circumference. As light you will be pure, as not a thing will be in it, no worlds, no suns, no planets, but nothing, just you and your infinite light. You will see me as light, yet you will know one another as beings of love, for God is love, and in that awareness we are one with God. Everything said of Jesus Christ in scripture you are going to experience. And those whose eyes or those whose eye is open inward into the world of thought will see you clothed in the garments of love, of power and wisdom, and of light. Then, eventually, everyone will return to the one being, yet all will be individualized. There is no absorption absorption into just union with the one being of love, power, wisdom and light. For this one being is a Christ of Scripture. And so I repeat, of all the great revelations which await us, there is none so fundamental as the unveiling of Christ in us. Let the world do all the unlovely things it is capable of doing. Remembering that behind the mask of everyone here, a being is buried, who will awaken, rise and come out. And when he does, all will be forgiven. Because he will know he was the one who did the unlovely acts as he wore As many masks. In last Sunday's New York Times magazine, I read a story written by one of Hitler's right-hand men. In it, he said, I can't describe it, but Hitler had the capacity to make everyone obey his will. He seemed to have no center and was in such complete control of himself that we were like puppets to him. Hitler slaughtered millions yet blamed his own people when he did not succeed, saying, "The stronger power has succeeded, they will rule now. It serves my people right. Here's the voice of hell which always self just which is always self-justification in the end. Hitler failed and blamed the people he had controlled for many years. He thought he had controlled forever, but he lost it. For God has planned everything as it has come out and as it will be consummated. Hitler was used for a purpose. To us it was a horrible purpose, but as we are told in Genesis, you intended it for evil, but God made it for good. Joseph the dreamer knew was sold into slavery, for God knew he could be used for his purpose. The brother intended evil against him, but God meant it for good and raised Joseph to the level Of the pharaoh where he saved civilization from starvation read the story of job and once again you read of an innocent man who was used everyone is job who in the end will bring forth that which is buried within which is the plan of redemption to say with job i have heard of thee with the hearing of the ear but now my eyes see thee after you have gone through all of the furnaces he who is buried within you who is your reality of being, your true identity, will erupt like a tree coming into blossom and bear its fruit. The fruit to appear is your awakening and your birth from above. The second great event is to discover your fatherhood. The third occurs as you ascend back into the heavenly sphere where you were before you came down for no one returns to heaven, but he who first came down from heaven, the Son of Man. You came down from heaven, that's why you are going to go back, enhanced by the experience of this world of hell. The fourth act is a glorious one, when the seal of approval is placed upon your return. For then you are redeemed, and when you leave this sphere you will join your brothers to become one of the watchers from above faithfully and lovingly awaiting their return. No one will be lost, not one. Listen carefully. All will be changed. Paul begins his story by saying, Behold, I tell you a mystery. The mystery is that all will be changed. It doesn't take long. In a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, you begin to awaken and are born from above. Those with mortal eyes cannot see spirit, but those who witness your spiritual birth See the sign of it? That sign is a child fulfilling scripture. Until you a child is or unto you a child is born. For your spiritual birth is when God is born. At that moment, he brings back his son, which is yourself. Only now you are expanded from what you were prior to your descendant or your descent into this world. You will see your witnesses and read their thoughts. In fact, their thoughts will become objectified just as yours do here. As you think, God sees your thoughts and objectifies them. He sees everything you are or everything you are thinking, everything you have planned and projects them for you, even though God you cannot see. Take my message to heart and try to remember what was told you before that the world was. In the last chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes, the preacher tells of this snapping, or the snapping of the silver cord and the breaking of the golden bowl and picture before the dust returns to the earth. Then he calls upon us to dwell upon his words, for the sayings of the wise are like goats, like pegs, firmly fixed are the collected sayings which are given by one shepherd. One who has had the experience tells them, and they become pegs driven into the minds of many. Beyond this, he warns us not to think of anything. For of the writing and the making of many books, there is no end. I ask you to dwell upon my experiences. Tomorrow you may be carried away with the news of the day, although it may be very exciting and is not important. What someone did does not matter, and the reason it was done should not interest you. Rather, you should be interested in the collective sayings of the wise, all found in Scripture, and given to you by one shepherd. Dwell upon the words recorded there, and try to find out what is being said. Who are you? they asked. Even what I have told you from the beginning. Yes, I am the same being who spoke to you, when we all gathered together in eternity. Before we came down, you and I were one, calling you God, sons of the Most High. I told you, that we were going to have the experience of dying and falling as one man. And then I called you princes. And one day you will know yourself to be the prince of light, the prince of love, and the prince of power. For everything recorded in scripture will be experienced by you. That is your destiny. It would be my pleasure to pass my immortal eye on to you who are here, but I cannot do it from this level. It must be done from a higher level done with the consent of the watchers in eternity, those who are already redeemed from this world. It seems stupid for a little man, weak and limited to claim to be infinite, living, pulsing light, yet those to whom I have given my eyes have seen me as the princes of light, the princes of love, and the prince of power and wisdom. I know myself to be the Lord Jesus Christ, yet I also know that I will continue to remain here in this mortal frame until the silver cord is snapped and the golden bowl and picture, or picture are broken. Only then can I return to those I have always known, those who are eagerly waiting for my return from the world of death. So it is from death to life, from darkness to light, from bondage to freedom. We voluntarily came down and assumed this bondage of flesh. As we entered the world of darkness, we forget we were the light of the world. Eternally alive, we entered the world of death. We took it on in confidence that we possessed the power and the wisdom to return. Everyone here will go back, regardless of what you have done, what you are doing, or what you are planning to do. Everyone, including Hitler and Stalin, including every monster, Whoever lived, all will be redeemed, for they were used for a purpose. No, you don't love the individual who played the part, but beyond the mask of the body is God. One day the incarnate eyes will be yours, and you will see the Lord Jesus Christ behind the mask. Jesus cannot be proved as having ever existed or known by any outward means. No matter where you search or what the priests tell you, you will never find any genealogy of Jesus Christ, for he is not to be found outwardly. Only those whose immortal eyes are open into the world of thought can find him. They know the truth concerning Jesus Christ from experience, and in the world of men they will share the story for those who hear to believe or disbelieve. When John told his story, he said, I am a witness to what I have heard and seen with my own eyes, which I have handled with my own hands concerning the word of life. Now, John is not some professor who is trying to give society a convincing set of arguments. Rather, he is simply telling what he heard and saw in a region beyond that which can be explained with a rational mind. He invites everyone who hears the story of redemption to believe him but he allows the individual to decide whether he will accept or reject it, just as I do. Now the Christ that you accept on faith comes to you as one unknown, yet one who, in some mysterious manner, lets you experience who he is. In his letter to the Galatians, Paul asks this question. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish having received the Spirit by faith? Are you now ending with the flesh? Now I ask you, are you thinking of Jesus as a being of flesh and blood when you know that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven? Are you thinking of a physical Savior? Didn't you receive the Spirit by hearing the story and accepting it with faith? For your acceptance was the Spirit. If, after hearing this incredible story, you believe it, Go your way, and it will unfold within you. But if you reject it, your rejection will simply delay its experience, for you are destined to know the truth which will set you free from this bondage to decay. All of the things that man is now discovering concerning the secret of life aren't so at all. I tell you, you are the light of the world. One day you will come upon a scene arrested and stop all of the intentions of those there then you will know that everyone is dead and you alone are alive and life itself and as you release their activity in you the scene will take on life once again and then you will know from experience that you surely are the light of the world now let us go into the silence